Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Kathy with a K. And I'm Kathy with a C. And this is Killer Destinations. Today's destination is Cancun, Mexico. Cancun is known worldwide for its beautiful white sand beaches, near-perfect weather, clear turquoise water, and luxury resorts. It's no wonder Cancun is a popular destination for 10 million tourists every year. Cancun is known for being one of the safest cities in Mexico, but for an American tourist visiting over Thanksgiving weekend, Mexico would become her final resting place. Sativa Transu was born and raised in Cheney, Washington, a small town on the far eastern border of Washington State, just 20 miles from the Idaho border. The population has grown by more than 40% in the last 10 years, and now almost 13,000 people call it home. It's a college town for Eastern Washington University, and during the school year, the town's population doubles in size. 26-year-old Sativa graduated from Eastern Washington in 2017 with a degree in exercise science. And after graduation, she moved to the other side of the state and settled in Milton, Washington, just outside of Tacoma. She planned to be a massage therapist. Even though Sativa lived four hours away from home, she was very close to her family and talked to them every day. On Thanksgiving of this year, Sativa and her boyfriend of three years, Taylor Allen, went to Cancun, Mexico for a quick getaway. They were staying at the All Ritmo Cancun Resort and Water Park. It's described on their website as a family-friendly, all-inclusive resort a few miles from the beach and standard rooms rent for just over $200 a night. Do you know if that's a lot for Cancun or is that a little? I honestly don't know. $200 sounds like... A lot for Mexico. To me, it sounds like a lot. Well, especially because it's a few miles from the beach, so you're not even walking there. Right, but also it says all-inclusive, so maybe they get drinks and food for that. I have no idea. Oh, drinks? Yeah. Yeah. That's cheap. Your bill would be quite high. (laughs) According to KXLY TV in Spokane, Washington, Sativa's younger sister, Michaela Beaulieu, said that she had gotten a message from Sativa on Thursday, so Thanksgiving, saying that she and her boyfriend, Taylor, had been arguing on the plane trip down to Cancun. That's a bummer. Yeah, not a good way to start a vacay. No. Sativa later messaged her sister to say that her trip was going okay. Michaela said that on Friday, Sativa had been messaging her, showing her pictures of the scenery, and Snapchatting with Michaela's daughter. Sativa told Michaela that she wasn't having the best trip, but that she was enjoying being in the sun. Michaela didn't hear from Sativa again on Friday, but said she really didn't think anything of it because her sister was in Cancun and assumed that she was having fun. And probably made up with the boyfriend, too. Probably. Sativa reportedly texted friends back home in Washington around 1 p.m. on Friday and said that she and Taylor had consumed seven shots and two pina coladas. 
Okay, so for the pina coladas, oh, I know I'm not I'm not a big fan of pina pina coladas, and I'm not. A, we're saying, <laughs> and I it. swear I didn't have one. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the coconut, but I want to know, and we don't know obviously, seven shots between them or each. Mm, good question. Don't know. According to the Daily Beast, on Friday night, Sativa had called the police in Cancun and told them that Taylor hit her while he was drunk. Wait, what's his first name? Taylor. His last name's Alan. He's one of those people who has two first names. Two first names. I actually went out with a guy in, in college who had three. Michael Mark John? Exactly. <laughs> all, the, all the saints. <laughs> but let me tell you, he just kidding. <laughs> the police separated them for the night with Sativa staying in their fourth floor room and Taylor moving to a room on the first floor. Which I thought was really interesting. So did I. Nobody got arrested. They just were like, okay, go to your own corners. Well, okay. So did they make him pay for the room? Probably. did he still have a key to the fourth floor room? I don't know that, but I'm sure they had to pay. I did think it was kind of funny, though, like that that's the answer. Right, right. They were each put in time out, apparently. Right. Sativa's father, Jason Transu, told Fox News that his daughter's boyfriend, Taylor, had exhibited disturbing behavior that evening. Taylor had allegedly monitored Sativa's cell phone and threatened to jump from their fourth floor hotel room during their argument on Friday night. So it really was like a timeout for a child. Seriously, this was a very um, eventful Friday night. No kidding. Mr. Transu said, I believe that's when she told him she wanted him to leave. And I think that's why he was making those threats about jumping. Michaela said that Sativa told her that when Taylor drank too much, Sativa felt like he had a totally different personality that she called his beast. Apparently, Taylor had a run-in with police back in 2012, according to public records cited by the Daily Beast, in which he was charged with fourth-degree assault. Okay, so Kath, do you know fourth-degree assault sounds like... It sounds like it's low on the totem pole, but frankly, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. It sounds like That was my question. Yeah, On Saturday morning, November 27th, Michaela started getting text messages from Sativa's friends that all said something was wrong. Sativa's friends had been texting with her the night before, and they became aware that Sativa needed stitches after an argument with Taylor. When Sativa's friends couldn't reach her on Saturday morning, they began to panic. So that's probably when they they uh, separated them, correct? Yeah, because exactly. they he'd obviously hit her. But if she if he hit her so badly and she needed stitches, and I mean I mean she could have slipped, whatever. But or he could have said that. But I'm really surprised that they didn't arrest him. Yeah, well, you know, again, she may not have been telling the truth to right. the police, and who knows? I, I have no idea if this is taken seriously in Mexico. Right, you know, I just don't know. Especially because I'm sure Cancun police see a lot of drunken Americans who go there and, For sure. and cause a lot of problems. Sadly, Sativa's friends had reason to worry. On Saturday morning, the Rivera Maya News reported that hotel workers, some outlets actually are saying that it was a maid, found Sativa's body and called 911 reporting an unconscious woman. Police and paramedics responded to the call and when medical personnel arrived, they confirmed that 26-year-old Sativa Transu was deceased. A State Department spokesman told the Daily Beast in a statement Quote, we can confirm the death of a U.S. citizen, Sativa Transu, in Mexico. We offer our sincerest condolences to the family on their loss. The safety and welfare of U.S. citizens overseas 
is the highest priority of the Department of State. We are closely monitoring local authorities' investigation into the cause of death and are providing the family all appropriate consular assistance, end quote. Citing privacy considerations, the State Department said that they would have no further comment at this time. The Rivera Maya News also reported that the Quintana Roo Attorney General's Office reported that they had detained a man of foreign nationality who was a probable participant in the femicide of a woman. Now, I had to look this up because I actually wasn't familiar with the word. Have you heard that before? I have, but it's not often. But you're smarter than me. <laughs> I guess so. I, You know, I, hey, you know. Femicide is a term that is used to describe a sex-based hate crime and is broadly defined as the intentional killing of women or girls because they are female. According to the World Health Organization, most cases of femicide are committed by partners or ex-partners and involve ongoing abuse in the home, threats or intimidation, sexual violence, or situations where women have less power or fewer resources than their partner. Sativa's sister Michaela told KHQ that her and Sativa's mother, Jamie Beaulieu, had received a call from the U.S. consulate in Mexico at about 9 a.m. on Saturday morning and told her that unfortunately Sativa had been found dead in her hotel room. Hours later, Mr. Transu, Sativa's dad, said that he had received a call from his ex-wife Jamie that Sativa had been found in her Cancun hotel room. Michaela said the family was devastated, shocked, confused, and looking for answers after receiving the news and the family was taking it very hard. And at that point, so early on, it really just didn't feel real to them. Oh, I can imagine. I, I can't imagine getting that call, and especially in a foreign country. Yeah, no kidding. Ms. Beaulieu told the Daily Beast that her aunt had gone to Mexico as the family's advocate, saying that she just couldn't bear to go through the process herself. It was there where Mexican authorities shared a picture of Sativa's body with her aunt. Quote, my aunt is down there now and has seen the pictures and said she looked like she was beaten to death. End quote. Mexican authorities have since announced that the official cause of Sativa's death was strangulation. Why are so many dogs now suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health, their food. What she discovered is actually the way many dog foods are made can create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many of the premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw a huge transformation in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. And Kath, as you know, we have a schnauzer named Ollie. And even though my husband insists he is not, he is overly flatulent. <laughs> <laughs> After I started giving him this food, I swear there was a reduction in his smell. I love that. And I'll come over to your house now. <laughs> exactly. Well, and you know, we have a Vishla we call Orange, and she's a senior dog. And over the last couple of weeks, she has actually had more energy to be running around the backyard with the younger dog, the Doberman we call Brown. Or crazy. A little bit. <laughs> so if you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash killer D and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash killer D. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. After Sativa was found deceased in her hotel room, her boyfriend Taylor Allen was detained by police. According to People Magazine, on the morning of November 29th, so two days after her death, Taylor was taken into custody and charged with femicide. Local authorities in Quintana Roo said they determined probable cause for the arrest based on a medical evaluation of Sativa's body, the hotel security manager's statements, and the indication that Taylor was the only one with Sativa at the time of her death. Michaela said they'd been told that Taylor did not have any drugs in his system when he was arrested other than alcohol. It was noted that Mexican authorities identified Taylor as Sativa's husband in their reports, but Michaela was quick to correct the relationship on her Facebook page. She wrote, I want to clarify that they were definitely not married. They were just dating. It seems Taylor was telling the hotel desk that she was his wife, even though she wasn't. Can't you see that as being just another indignity that they're having to face because this piece of crap who's done this to their sister is now claiming to be her husband? But you you know what? Honest to God, this guy must have a low IQ. Everyone knows you do not commit crimes in Mexico. (laughs) I mean, honest to God. Okay, so do you remember a trip we took down to uh, Rosarito with Christy? Yes. Do you remember what you told her? No. Oh, well, yes, I do. <laughs> when she started having back pain, uh-huh. that one, where I was like, you are not getting sick in Mexico. And you were like 20 months pregnant. Oh, yeah. Like, like we were more worried about Kathy having the baby than my sister having back pain. Totally. But Kathy was like, we're leaving. We're leaving now. And Rosarito's not, it was what, a three-hour drive, three-and-a-half hour drive? From us. Uh, yeah, yeah, from, from us. Where yeah, we are. yeah, exactly. Or from where we were, I guess I should say. And why at the time did I not tell my husband that I was going to Mexico that day? Why would you go so pregnant too? I don't like, I don't know what I was thinking. I took my two little kids to Mexico. Oh, that's to... right. I forgot the two older ones were with. Yes. <laughs> well, they were little at the time. Well, no, but they're like, they're just the older ones now, but yeah. they were little, but still. Like I, like I had a pregnancy brain and I was like, oh my God, I got a great idea. I'm going to go to Mexico and buy some furniture. And I remember coming back and I don't, I don't think I had a cell phone back then. I think I had to pull over at a payphone and call my husband and tell him, oh, hey, I'm going to be late coming home. I went to Mexico. In an interview with the Spokesman Review in Spokane, Washington, Michaela alleged that Taylor had been abusive towards Sativa before their Thanksgiving vacation to Mexico. During a recent visit to Sativa's apartment in Milton, Washington, which is about 30 miles south of Seattle, Michaela said that she noticed holes in Sativa's walls and broken items around the house. She said at the time that she had told Sativa that she had to leave. Sativa had also been planning to visit her family in Cheney for Thanksgiving, but it was Taylor who wanted to go to Cancun instead, which can't you see that? Yeah. It's it's part of the control. Taylor would do anything to probably keep her away from her family. Right, because they were so close. Ms. Beaulieu said that Taylor was very emotionally abusive and controlling. He would check her phone, and because her text messages went to her computer, he would check that too, leaving her family unable to contact her easily. Michaela also said that Sativa told her Taylor had been getting violent 
and that after their trip to Mexico, she wanted to end things with him. Michaela said, quote, I'm so sorry I didn't push harder. I'm so sorry I didn't go over there and make her come home, end quote. You know, the difficulty in situations like this is that when we see from the outside somebody is in a dangerous or abusive relationship, you know, there's there's honestly so little that can be done because it's up to that person to want to change the situation. And that's what's so hard about it. You know, that's what's so tough. Right. And the thing, too, is that we don't understand sometimes where they're coming from. We don't know what's where their fear is based. Is it based on threats they've made against her, threats they've made against her family? Right. But I mean, even if you find out whatever it is, you know, whatever the whatever the the nature of the fear, I think so many women are just victimized and brainwashed and stuck. They just feel like they don't have any options. Right. I don't know. I just I think it's 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 difficult. It's just difficult. My daughter-in-law worked for a um, she worked at a domestic violence shelter And it was really difficult to see women coming in with children who were clearly, clearly in dire straits going back to their abuser. I I can't imagine how she did it. Yeah, that's that's talk about a feeling of helplessness. According to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, abusers repeatedly go to extremes to prevent the victim from leaving. In fact, as we've actually said before on this podcast, leaving an abuser is the most dangerous time for a victim of domestic violence. One study conducted by the U.S. Department of Justice found in interviews with men who have killed their wives that either threats of separation by their partner or actual separations were most often the precipitating events that led to the murder. And a victim's reasons for staying with their abusers are extremely complex and in most cases are based on the reality that their abuser will follow through with their threats. The victims in violent relationships know their abusers best and fully know the extent to which they will go to make sure they have and can maintain control over the victim. Sometimes the victim also can feel that the relationship is a mix of good times, love, and hope, along with the manipulation, intimidation, and fear. And I totally get that, Kath, because you always see the cycles, right? It's the children of alcoholics marry alcoholics. And it's not because they're happy. It's because it's what they know. Right. Same thing as children of abusers become abusers. Right. It's, it's that cycle that you need to find a way to break. Correct. In the Spokesman Review, Stacia Shirley, who used to be Sativa and Taylor's boss, told Fox News Digital that Taylor was known to have a ridiculous temper, recalling a time that he allegedly got frustrated while building a desk for her and began smashing it to pieces with a mallet. This is his boss that he did this to? I know. How, how did this guy still have a job? No kidding. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> true. Good point. When Sativa texted me and told me that she and Taylor were dating, I was shocked, Shirley said. You couldn't find two more absolutely opposite people. Sativa was a ray of sunshine, just a beautiful person. And he was a beast, as Sativa called him. People talk about someone being sunshine and rainbows, and that was exactly how she was, said Bree McMillan, Sativa's friend and co-worker. There was never a bad bone anywhere in her body. According to KHQ, Michaela said the family is desperate to get Sativa's remains brought back to the United States. The family wants to have a second autopsy done, and it's an expensive process. According to the U.S. Embassy and Consulates in Mexico website, 
The family or legal representative is required to pay all funeral home charges, including flight costs for the remains and any personal effects. Looking at a couple of sites online, the cost would be in excess of $5,000. But I also know this can be incredibly expensive because, Kath, didn't your family have a friend who passed away? Was it in Hawaii? Yeah, I was in Hawaii a few years back. And, and I, I, I want to say that it was like, it was thousands and thousands of dollars. I, I kind of remember it being like closer to 10000 that See, that's my recollection as well, but my recollection, recollection isn't perfect. But, I, but in my mind's eye, it was near $10,000 um, to bring him home for a funeral. According to information on a GoFundMe site set up by Michaela, Taylor's lawyer is having Sativa's body and belongings held. Now, do you have any idea why that is? You know, I haven't heard anything or read anything about it, but my assumption is obviously there's some legal reason for him to do so. Okay. Ms. Beaulieu's aunt, who was the family member who went to Mexico to identify Sativa and bring her home, is now having to stay in Mexico until she can be released to her. The family was able to retain a lawyer for Sativa's case, quote, to work with the prosecutor, be sure no one is being paid off, make sure all evidence is submitted, and be sure justice is served, end quote. Can you imagine where you have to make sure that nobody is being paid off. I don't even know how a lawyer does that. I, I don't either. Yeah, that's that's, that's depressing. horrible. That's it depressing. Is. This process to go through this legal case could take up to two years. But the family did receive positive news last week. This lawyer who they hired has been working with Mexican authorities on releasing Sativa's body. And on December 8th, they received the news that Sativa's body will be allowed to be returned to Washington and Sativa's family hope to have her home as soon as possible. Almost $45,000 has been donated by 765 people to the GoFundMe campaign. And Michaela notes that the information and expenses are changing by the minute, which is why they expect the goal to continue to change. Michaela was in awe that her sister knew so many people, people she'd never heard of, and people from foreign countries were reaching out. Sativa's bosses donated $2,000 from her work. Wow, that's nice. I know, that's so nice. I know. Which, of course, she thought was amazing. Any leftover funds will be donated to a domestic violence charity in Sativa's name. My assumption is that these are the funds that allowed them to hire the attorney in Mexico. That would be my guess as well, but it's just a guess. Right. Michaela told the Daily Beast that Sativa was the best person in her life. She was kind, generous, outgoing, bubbly, and never met a person who could say a bad word about her. People Magazine quotes Michaela as saying on a Facebook post, My sister was the happiest person I knew. She wouldn't want anyone to be sad. She'd want us to celebrate her together. Michaela said she also hopes Sativa's story can encourage others to get out of abusive relationships. They don't have any reason to be embarrassed and they need to speak up. She does not want Sativa to be remembered for her last moments or her relationship with Taylor. She wants her sister to be remembered because she was a good, loving person. She also thinks Sativa would be proud of her for advocating for Sativa, for getting justice and for getting the word out. Sativa's mother told the Daily Beast in an interview, quote, How could my beautiful, healthy daughter be gone in another country? It took my breath away. A part of me died. She was my baby. I had her at 16 
We grew up together. She was my life, my reason for living, my best friend. That is so sad. I know. If you liked us. But only if you liked us. (laughs) Please leave a review. Subscribe, follow, download. All of those will help us get the word out. And recommend us to a friend. Exactly. Thanks for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.